Oh, jeez. That was unprecedented. <laughs> oh, man. I don't even know what the freaking... <laughs> this is new. This is exciting. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Full Circus. My name is Tristan Sartoris, and I am so happy not only to have you here with me today, but that you guys are now mobile. You see this? Or I don't know if you guys are the microphone or the camera. Um, we can decide that later. Um, either way, it's got to be an out-of-body experience for you. But anyways, check it out, dude. We've got a microphone arm. And let me tell you this. This thing was way more expensive than I would have liked it to be. I don't know why. I don't know who decided that this, to just hold that microphone out, um, was going to be a pretty penny. But it was nonetheless. And I've, I've wanted to get one for a long time, but I didn't need to get one, I suppose. I still don't need to. But um, I guess the impulsive nature in me took over. And I purchased it, dude. I purchased it. And I'll also say this. I was very enthusiastic and excited for this thing. One, because it costs a lot, but also because I get to do this. And I didn't realize how much of a fidgeter I was until this thing got right in front of me. And I'm just having the time of my life. Um, but yes, when I got this thing so excited and I, I read all the brochures, I watched all the YouTube videos, you know, magazines, tutorials, whatnot. And I said, hey, that's the mic stand for me. It goes good here. It goes good with this mic. It goes good in front of my face and playtime. Um, and I was ready. I was, I was on the edge of my seat, dude. I got this thing about an hour ago and in the hour from then to now, uh, I have had quite the little stress going on with this thing. Cause one, again, it was expensive. And when I tried to set it up, it did not work like all the videos and things that I had been watching, right? It, I, I saw that it had more gyroscope ability, right? It was turning angles, 360 and whatnot. And this thing became very stiff. So I'm like, oh, crap, I, I can't get it to work right. And and then I also look up that there's a little extender that's supposed to be here. Um, it's just like an extra five bucks. But I didn't know that. You guys didn't tell me that in any of the videos. So, hey, if you're going to put together a little Lego set guy, tell me all the pieces so I can build the ship. But anyways, uh, I was feeling a little bit stressed out because I was I was excited to use this on the podcast and I couldn't figure it out. It wasn't working. Didn't have the pieces like, oh, so this is what we're doing, right? Doesn't that suck when you build something up so much and it's like, oh, 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 crap, frick. Am I going to have to return this? Um, so anyways, I fiddled with a little bit more because apparently that's what I do. I fiddle. Um, and I actually got to work quite well. Now, I don't know if you're supposed to do this, but there's a little turning thing that kept twisting the microphone out of my way. And what I did to do that was I snapped a pencil. Here's the, this was the other half, but now it's in thirds. Um, I jammed it in there and I put the two pieces and it, it's very mechanical engineering-esque, so I can't really go into the details for you, but I got to work all right. So now I feel like we're highfalutin and tootin'. Um, so I'm enjoying it a lot. I love it. And I'm sorry if you guys, if it's, this is make a lot of noise. So um, if you're hearing a very loud disturbance in the force, it's, well, obviously it's this because you can see me doing it. And also... I'm sorry. I would stop doing it, but I, <laughs> I can't do it. It's fun. It's fun. And also, I don't have OCD. But if you do, I'm sorry. Not because I'm just saying like, oh, I'm sorry. You got this 
this disorder and this thing, but also because this thing, I, it's hard to tell if it's exactly center, and even if it magically somehow lands in the middle, I'm going to move it every five seconds. Um, so it will never be center, and I'm sorry. Um, that is not because I, I don't care. It's actually because I do. I don't know what that means. I guess it's not that I do care. It's actually because I don't. I wish I did. I'm sorry, guys. But it's just, at a certain point, I have to prioritize my own effort and laziness and that I, I, I want to keep playing. <laughs> sorry. Um, but anyways, as you can see behind me, down there, down here, we got a little bit of extra light going on, okay? I'm, I'm complimenting the curtains ever so gently. That's new. I'm sure we're sucking up a lot of electricity with the lights and everything going on around, so sorry to whoever's paying the electric bill. Um, it's my parents. <laughs> I'm so sorry. But anyways, other than that, we've got some old school lighting. This candle back there, dude. Now, that's my mom's. Again, shh, don't get me in trouble. Um, but yeah, I've, I've got the lights and the candle. It's just adding a little bit of ambiance, a little ambiance presence, right? And, and you know, ambiance really is the spice of life. I know some people will say, oh, it's variety. Variety is the spice of life. But in a world of a what have you done for me lately, what's the last good thing that magazine has done for you? Okay, so I would say that ambiance is in, dude. Ambiance is the spice of life. It's a little chitter chat, a little, little feeling in the air, dude. There's something about the ambiance, and I wish I could be a better person and stop doing this. But I just got it, okay? I, I literally just got it. I just got it kind of working, and I, I don't want to stop. Um, but anyways, guys, yeah, that candle's fun. And also, I'll say this real quick. We'll, we're still at the show of hot, dude. Skip the details and the blouse. These are some of my interesting thoughts. Hmm. As I was getting this candle, just a second ago before I started the show, I was huffing it, ingesting it, freaking filling myself up with the potent delicious fumes of pumpkin spice cinnamon back there. And uh, it occurred to me that the smelling sense, as opposed to your eating and ingesting senses, your tastes, um, that the smells are technically unlimited if it's not lit, right? So if this were to just be plain, like it is now, oh, I wasn't ready for that. Um, if this were to not be lit, I'm not burning the wax away, you can still just smell a candle straight, and guess what? It still smells delicious. You still get that taste. You still get that smell, that feeling, that scent. Unlike if you were to eat a Cheeto, and you went, oh, okay, where's the, it's gone, right? You've, you've, it's, you removed it from this plane of existence. Or a, a glass of water, if I were to, drink it that water is now gone right if it's inside of me but i can keep smelling that candle all day long if it's not lit and it will never go away so candles are a superpower and this is what i've been thinking about dude i don't know what the science is behind it okay i'm just a mechanical engineer um but if you could somehow find a way to Actually, I don't even know what I'm going with this. Uh, there's just something interesting. <laughs> I thought I was going to go into some sort of deep bid and psychological phenomenon of how we could take advantage of the fact that this is an unlimited resource. And, oh, you know what? Maybe I will BS something. Um, if you could find a way to amplify that scent of smell without burning it, not only are we saving the ozone. <laughs> oh, good. Nobel Peace Prize is coming your way, bucko. But also you would have an unlimited resource because the smell is always filling the air. So maybe put a fan or something. I, I, I really don't know what the, the trick is, the secret, but that thing stays forever. You could keep on and they will never drain. Candles are invincible, dude. Well, not actually, I will say this. 
Um, yesterday, I, I had a candle and the little wick had burnt down to a crisp and I was trying to scrape the sides and get it all down so I could light it again. But the wick was just too small. It wouldn't burn. And now I just had a mutilated candle and I didn't know what to do with it. So um, I started... We had little um, toothpicks or chopsticks or something like that, and I started snapping them off, kind of like that pencil. And I broke it and I threw it into the uh, into the candle, and I got it lighting again. Right, the, the the wick had nothing more to it, but there was still much more scent to be given out to the world. So if this candle had potential, it had more life in it, and I just felt it was my duty to bring that back. So I start throwing stuff in this. I'm basically just lighting a fire and eventually it starts burning. The wax starts melting. The smells filled the air and it was beautiful. It was glorious. Um, one thing I did not know was that the glass for this candle had a, a limit. Okay. So when this thing got hot enough, the flames weren't too big, but it had gotten so hot that the glass began to crack. Okay. So Candles may not be so invincible after all. So I'm burning this thing and I kind of leave it be. I'm getting some water and immediately here. And I'm start freaking out because glass shoots out of the candle outside. I've created some sort of shrapnel grenade with heat. And it's granted, It smells great, but it's very dangerous. So now I'm panicking. There's glass moving. It's shaking. I'm hoping I don't get hit. Grab a bucket of water, douse it. And now there's water all over the counter. It's all over the floor. The candles melted. Wax is crazy. Glass is in the face. Um, I don't. It, I made a candle bomb. So I guess what I'm saying is not only are they uh, everlasting, but also potential weapons. Um, but no, that's not what I was trying to say. I was trying to say that they're not invincible after all. I'll put a photo on if I have it still. I know I took it. I might have deleted it, but. Um, I mutilated this thing and I thought I had figured it out. Apparently I hadn't. But anyways, yeah. So those are candles. And if we can somehow figure out a way to amplify and, and keep using that resource, maybe there's some sort of renewable smelling energy out there. I don't know. Who's to say? Not me right now because I have a Cartoon Network shirt. So clearly I don't have all the interest. Most of them, sure. But not all of them. Um, but anyways, guys, what is going on? We're 10 minutes into the show. I'm still talking about the set and what's going on. Um, this thing is front and center. Now, I will also say about this. I don't pick this up nearly enough because there's something metaphysical, I'm still fidgeting, that happens when you pick up an award where you just are filled with appreciation for not only your achievements, which you may not have, but you'll make them up in your head. But only, actually, I don't know where I was going. Um, yeah, I thought I had something, but I don't. What I was trying to say is I just I just feel really good. I feel like I, I, I got something. I got some award. And granted, this thing started off the inscription said, best dad bod. Um, I don't know how you would accept that and say, hey, you know, <laughs> I'd like to thank the bag of Cheetos that I'd eaten and that the Mountain Dew I was guzzling back last night to get me to where I am today. You guys know what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't know how to accept a dad bod award as so, but, you know, there's something I just feel good, man. And I would love to accept a real award someday. And I don't know. I wouldn't plan a speech either. And I also wouldn't talk about fidget. Um, whatever it is to begin with. If it was some sort of scholastic thing where it's like, oh, you're the best educator. You want a schoolie. Yeah, the kids. And I wouldn't say anything like that. If NASA gave me to it or it's a Nobel science prize, I'd be like, oh, guys, I just want to say one thing. In my 23 years of life and experience on this planet, I've learned three fundamental truths. 
One, <laughs> I'm spectacular. You see that? And two, people don't like it when I say it that much. It, it rubs people the wrong way. Um, but also three, you have to have a third thing in the list because otherwise it's just not you're not selling anybody on anything. Um, and that's true, dude. I'm out of the bit now. I just discovered a new point that I want to make. Dude, if you don't have three points to say, oh, this is the reason you're going to be doing this, I'm going to tell you three little interesting tidbits and factoids and why you should be doing etc. Um, you will not sell anybody on less than three. It has to be three points. The magic number's three. If I said, hey, dude, I want you to buy this bag of Hostess Donuts, um, and I'll give you two reasons why. You're not listening to that. If you can't even come up with three reasons on why I should buy some chocolate, I'm not, this is an advertisement for them, but they do look delicious. Some delicious chocolatey Hostess Donuts, then you're not selling anything, dude. You've got no words. You've got no information. So if you come at me and you're like, hey, well, I got two reasons why I think you should work for us, okay? One, blah, 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 two, blah, 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 and actually that's it. I'd be like, um, hit the drawing boards, bucko. Go and get some new information, okay? Um, so yeah, you gotta, you gotta come at people with three solid pieces of information. But yeah, three, I'm, I'm spectacular. But yeah, no, that, that really doesn't rub people the right way. But I'll keep saying it regardless, and I'll keep fidgeting. I am who I am, unapologetically so. Um, what else is going on, dude? I think we just started the, wow, we're freaking 13 plus minutes into the show. Um, man, I, uh, I had quite the experience just about an hour ago, right before this thing, actually. Um, so as I was on my way back home, I, uh, I was turning right and I had a little bit of a honking experience. Not by me. Someone honked quite viciously at me. Um, I also think it's very funny that one, we're so far into the show and two, I'm just now starting the podcast legit. We just kind of talked about the set. Um, but anyways, I had a very violent honking attack and someone came at me and they were like, da, 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 da. Um, so to break it down for you, we're at an intersection. I'm right here. This person's across from me. Now, light turns green. Now, sorry, Dadbot, but when you see a green light, what do you think? Go, right? And that's exactly what I did, okay? So if we want to take a poll and gauge the room, hey, class, okay, because I got the award for the best scholarship educator. Um, hey, listen, when you see the color green at an intersection, what does that mean? It means go. Congratulations, you're a genius. So I see green, I begin to turn right. Now, this person also had a green light and they begin to turn left. Now, because we're opposite sides, obviously we're going to the same road. So we're both at the front of our respective lanes and uh, I start turning right, he starts turning left and he's kind of gassing it up floor and he thinks he's gonna beat me to this thing. Now also, this is a two lane freaking road, okay? So we can easily just perfectly mend and mold into this road, but he starts flooring it into mine, hoping that he was gonna take it. I don't know why, but I'm turning right, I still don't even see him. Now, as I'm getting there, I see a car. My peripheral starts screaming at me. Literally, I still didn't see the car until I heard his honk. I'm like, dude, are you a swan? Quit it. Um, and I'll also say this. I have never honked my horn at anybody legitimately. Um, did I say that? I don't even know. Anyways, I have never honked my horn at anyone. Because it's like, what are, you, what are you trying to achieve? The thing had already passed. The thing that you're upset about, it's over. It's done with. So what am I supposed to do? Change someone's views and, and driving morals in an instant with a loud noise? Hey! Hey! 
No! So I don't know what he was trying to do, but also you were in the wrong, sir. Okay? I was turning right. I got the right away. It's not like you had a green-only arrow. We both had green. He was turning, and he thought he was going to get it. So he was upset. And that's not what bothered me, and that's not what made me laugh the most. Um... As he was doing that, I thought, that's silly. Why are you one? Why are you honking? That's just kind of funny. And two, it wasn't your turn, okay? But as we're getting there, and we kind of just had this little moment, there's a guy not even in part of the situation, but just in this little truck on the other side. He's looking at me and looking at this whole thing, and he starts staring at me going, honk, honk. I'm like, sir, dude, what are you upset about? He's looking at me, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, dude. Does anybody see what's happening? This guy's in the wrong. You're going to support his cause. And he's just like, why are you honking? You're not in part of the circumstance. Um, and I thought that was just the whitest thing you could ever do. Because that's what white people do. They complain on other people's behalf without them asking for it. He's just like, oh, someone's upset. I got your back, man. I got your back. And I'm like, okay. What 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 is happening? And I I couldn't stop laughing. I don't know if they were trying to rattle me or make me to get out of their way, but I was just like, dude, stay in your lane. L just literally, just actually, just stay in your lane. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't I don't know what what are you trying to achieve, white people? <laughs> you guys suck. Uh, and I'm not gonna say we because if if that's who white people are, I don't I don't want any part of that crap that you're selling okay so you want to give me you want to get me back on the white team give me three reasons why i should stay team white you probably can only come up with two and that's not good enough but anyways um yeah so i don't know if he followed the guy back down like pulled into a parking lot and he's like who's following me hey hey hey, hey dude i don't know if you saw back there but we you were in the wrong in that intersection and you were honking at that guy trying to make him reevaluate his low life i just want you to know that i had your back you know we, we got him good a couple a couple little geese we were right he's like uh yeah you know what do you want a cookie like i don't know i don't know what he was trying to achieve um, but yeah, if they were trying to rattle me, they only made me more amused because I was like, <laughs> you guys are so silly. I have a microphone at home. Um, but anyways, yeah, so that whole thing went down. It was great. It was fun. And, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's all I have to say. That's actually all that happened. Um, what else is going on? I should say that we're 18. We're doing pretty good. Um, you should go vote guys. Go vote. Now's the time to vote. Go vote. That's what you're supposed to say. Um, now, I'm not a very passionate political person, as we've established on this podcast, but I do think it's it's uh, fair to say that. I think I should say, hey, guys, there's things out there. If you want to, go explore that and go vote. Um, I, again, I don't even know who's running. But, you know, I, 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 I wish I did I, a little bit sometimes. I wish I could be a little bit more proactive, but I, I just can't, you know, care. Um, and that's not because I care. It's actually because I don't. But listen, guys, I've I've tried to do these things, and and one, you know, it's, it's just gonna take some time for me to grow up and and kind of get on this wave where everyone's just doing the thing. But the problem is two. Okay, now I should get a third reason because I need to really sell it here. I've I've made that point very clear. But there's my two issues I think with politics the most is one. People are just so hot towards each other. And I don't like that. I don't like the whole, I'm not going to hear what you're saying. I'm right all the time. And people are just out for each other's heads. And if you pick a side, pick the team, then immediately you're just dividing. Um, 
So I tried to learn a little bit about politics back in the 2020 era, which was probably the worst time to do it because everyone was so heated, dude. You watch family turn on family, friends of friends and collisions and whatever. I'm like, I don't I don't want to be a part of this. You guys are all best friends and you're fighting over what? A color, red or blue? Like what's what's the deal here? Is it that important? Um, and I get it. There's there's views and, and morals and things that align with it. So I don't like that there's... It's, it's not at a point where it's conversational, right? If politics ever become conversational and we actually sit there and you understand, it's like, explain to me why you feel that way. And I'm actually going to try and listen and understand and, and have empathy and, and, and just be here. That's not what it is. It's a yelling match. And it's just, it's just two people honking. You're not doing anything but just making noise. Um, kind of like on the last episode. You're just rash scratching, dude. You're just, you're just saying things because you want to make a point, but you're not actually doing anything to fix a solution. Those are the, uh, the politicians and such. They just say stuff. They're like, hey, vote for me. Whatever. What do you want? Yeah, I'll do that. Um, so, yeah, dude, if you were to walk into a democratic place as a republican you'd probably get beat up and if you walked into a republican place as a democrat you'd probably get beat up um it's just a, a weird place where everyone's just so upset so that's what i don't like about it right now right now it's just it's just too much heat it's too much just unnecessary anger and as someone who prefers to live my face with a smile uh i don't see the use in it um also <laughs> this is fun but anyways that's my that's my first reason. And two, um, as I've said before, I don't have the answers, right? Everyone wants to talk about something and be like, wait, this is the problem we have. These are the solutions. And I just feel like, one, I don't have the answers. I don't know what to do. And that there's also, hey, third reason, too much conflicting information. It's always back and forth and back and forth. This is right. This is right. This is right. This is right. Not everything can be right at the same time, but somehow people have an endless amount of resources to pile on. Now, if I'm not going to spend the rest of my life delving deep in the archives to figure out what may be, then... What do I have to say about it, you know? So if I'm not actually accepting a Nobel Peace Prize, then I probably shouldn't be trying to create peace. And it's just a, it's an annoying thing where you feel like, you know, how can you ever have the actual answers if someone has another answer that's countering it? Like, for instance, gun control, right? Everyone can kind of look at guns and the, and the murders and the freaking, the shootings and say, hey, this is a problem, okay? I see that and I go, wow, okay, these people just got murdered in a grocery store. That's not right. Okay, that's a problem. But you have two conflicting sides where they say, hey, we need to get rid of guns. And I look at that and say, well, that makes a lot of sense because they just it just happened. And then someone goes, well, you can't you're, you start stripping us of our rights. Then you start getting into some uncharted territory and it gets a little dangerous because the government could be shady. I say, well, that could be a very good point. And then two people say, hey, well, you know what? We saw in a different country, a different place of the world that they got rid of the guns and the crime dropped. And like, well, well, that's a great example. Let's look at that. Maybe that makes sense. And someone counters it with, hey, well, we also looked at it that they that same place a year later the crime skyrocketed because they weren't ready and then the three they counter back and like well you know what guns are just out of control we can't trust people okay we need to get rid of them and then i'm like well you make a good point sir he's making he's he's arguing for this thing and for this guy comes back and he's like you know what technology has advanced so well that people will figure out how to make weapons regardless if you can make a jetpack at home these people on youtube then they're gonna figure out how to make a gun and, and the, the criminals will always have weapons and if we're stripping the people from their rights the people you know it's just blah 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 back 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 
Um, I don't care, not because I don't care about the actual problem, it's because I don't have a solution, okay? And if I don't have a solution, if I don't know what the thing is, because no matter how much research this guy does, this guy will counter it. And no matter how much this guy puts forth his opinion and his studies and whatever, this guy will counter it. So for me, who, you know, may want to take a basic and minor intrigue in the problems, um, what am I supposed to do to fix about it? But I would rather people just come up with a thing because that's just, that's, listen, everyone just wants to argue opinions or whatever, but I think we can all just agree there's problems in the world, right? There are problems, but no one has solutions. We all have thoughts and opinions and, and it's just all conflicting and I just don't want to stress myself out with it because, you know, not that I don't have morals or have views. I just don't have the answers to the world, okay? I'm sorry to say, but I don't, I don't have it all figured out. And that takes a lot for me to answer and, and actually come forward and say that. So, you know, um, that's just how I feel it has to be. But I would say if you, you think you know what's best, then go out there and vote for the guy you think is best. You know, far be it for me, a guy wearing a Cartoon Network shirt, as well as matching boxers, um, to tell you how to figure things out. I just, uh, I don't know what it is. So go vote for whoever. Again, I have no idea. But uh, everything's just kind of wacky, man. I just... Uh, yeah, I don't like the the heatedness of it. But um yeah, I wish I I wish I could. I want to like again, that's one of those things where you think about it and you go, would I like to get into that a little bit? And I see the people fired, I'm like, "Woo. Okay, you know, I'll just stick to getting honked at." Um Yeah, man. So that's what the world needs a little bit more of. They need solutions, not theoretical counters and whatever but you know nothing changes if nothing changes i guess rash scratching guys you're all rash scratching you scratch rashers rash scratch patchers um but yeah i uh i don't know what the thing is i don't i don't really have any foolproof solutions or things or opinions i guess but i will say one thing the one thing that i i do have like if there was someone that was going to come out and have this stance um i would say he's got a good point so this is going to be a little bit of a hot take but i would say that i am pro speed bump did he just say that did he just say he's pro speed bump you better believe i did okay now why why am i gonna say this a lot of people see speed bumps through their parking lots and whatnot, and they say, oh, great, a bump, a speed-prohibiting bump, okay? And you get annoyed. You, you get frustrated with this, this little curve of the earth. And, you know, what is a bump but an obstacle, okay? So now when I see these things, I go, oh, an obstacle, right? Now, an obstacle in and of itself is not a problem. It is just a hurdle. It is it is a something. You look at at BMX players, players, uh, cyclists, BMX riders. <laughs> um, you know, it is an obstacle course. Now they don't see all these things and say problem, problem, problem. They say ramp, 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 ramp. Um, so yeah, that's what I see when I see a speed bump. I say, well, the speed limit is twenty five miles an hour. Okay, through this point, now there are speed bumps. I'm still going the speed limit. I'm gonna hit this thing, and I see this as an opportunity for greatness, okay? So where you see something that might be frustrating, and that's, this is just a life point now, we're getting inspirational. When you see an obstacle in your life, you can either see it as a freaking 
problem. You can see it as a frustrating tactic to try and slow you down, or you can see it as a jumping point to skyrocket you into new levels. So when I see a speed bump, I ramp up. I'm not gonna lie, because I'm legally getting air, dude. Oh, yeah. So if, if the government or whoever's running these parking lots wants to legally say, hey, we're gonna put some small ramps in here, okay? Let's have some fun. Now, I, uh, no, I never mind. I thought I was going to have a counterpoint. Yes, I'm right, dude. When my, my devil's advocate can't even think of another thing to say, hey, you shouldn't do it, then I know I'm on the right track, guys. You need to stop looking at speed bumps like they're the problem, okay? You're the problem. Start jumping, okay? They're not speed bumps. They're speed jumps, okay? Get ready for the new world. So, um, yeah, I don't know what to say about go voting, but if somebody comes out here and says, you know what? I'm going to advertise for more speed bumps, more jumps. More obstacles. Let's start having fun. I'm like, okay, okay. I don't know what he's going to do about the gun control stuff and, you know, with all the shootings, but <laughs> we're getting air today. Um, so, yeah, dude, I'm, uh, I'm excited about it, and I love him, dude. I was thinking about that because there's just something about it, dude. If you're flying through a drug mart parking lot, you're going the speed limit, okay? I say flying, but, you know, 25, 15, whatever it is, uh, I'm going through there, and I see that little thing, and it wants to slow down. I'm like, Why? Okay, don't worry about your car. Worry about how much fun you're having today. So I go through that. Yeah. And immediately my mood's boosted. So, um, yeah, all you people, it's, it's, it really is just a speed bump is a metaphor for life. And you need to start being pro speed bump. No more anti freaking speed bump. I don't want to see any more speed bump hate. Speed jumps are the future. And if you want to start living right, then I'll give you three reasons why you should start supporting the speed jumps. Okay. One. They launch you into uncharted territory, both figuratively and literally, because if you hit that thing, you're flying far. But also in your head, you're like, you know what? I can start believing in myself because once I saw this thing as a problem, now it is a, a launching point for something greater. Now, two, dude. You are able to have a lot of fun without breaking the law, okay? You are, you are legally within your rights to keep getting max air off these things. Now, three, okay? So I didn't know I was going to get this far, but three, you're giving someone else a show. And, to, and for someone else to see you fly over a speed jump, they will look at you and say, that's who I want to be. This guy's living right. He's living with a smile. And those are the reasons you should start sporting speed jumps because I just gave you three reasons. And, you know, if I've mentioned anything in this podcast thus far, it's that if you have three things to say about something, then you're usually right. Unless people counter that. So I don't know what to make of it. Um, I will say this, dude. Something I've been struggling with lately <clears throat> is with the podcast, not this. I'm definitely going to be struggling with this for a while. I guess in the week between now and the next episode, I'm just going to keep doing this until I get it out of my system Ugh, uh, or that pencil in there snaps. Um, but yeah, dude, with the podcast, I've, I've come to find that the thing that frustrates me most or that I struggle with is that a lot of times when I'm, I'm gearing up to do the show, right? You have little ideas, little things you might want to think about. Like when I hit the ramp, I go, oh, that'll be a funny thing to bring up. Or I see everyone wearing the voting stickers. Look, I'm changing the world. Um, I say, oh, that'll be a funny thing to bring up. But, you know, maybe not because it's kind of delicate territory. <laughs> um, or the guy honks at me and I say, I'm definitely going to be talking about that. Um, yeah, I, I think about these things and I wish I could just only think of the topic but while you're thinking about it, your brain starts to run a little bit. And I go, oh, I could do this joke. Oh, I could do this. And and you kind of 
perform it subconsciously in your head and you're, you're going, blah, da, 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 da. oh, that's great. That's great. That's great. That's great. And you got all these little tags to the show. <clears throat> now, when it's time to actually do the thing, it's like I've already heard that performance once and it's hard to match that original like first journey. Okay. It's like you're riding down a bike trail. This this trail is going to be so new and fresh and exciting. I'm, I'm going through it. Sorry, microphone. But it's nice to know that you can handle it. Um, it's like you're riding through and you, you're experiencing all the trees and the different turns and obstacles, speed jumps. Um, it's, it's just all very new and it's exciting. So I don't want to subconsciously rehearse these things anymore and I'm, I'm trying to stop it but it's it's difficult so when I go back and I, I ride the trail again on the podcast I'm like ah oh, that wasn't as funny or as exciting as I remembered it but it's not that it wasn't as as great as I had anticipated but it's just that I experienced it before and that's not what I want right I want to have a fresh cake dude I don't want to make a sweet cake and then take a slide out of it and then go into it and we experienced it you know, and I go, wow, I have never tasted this cake before. You know, when you watch a show with somebody and you're like, oh, I've, I've never seen this episode. Yeah, we're both experiencing this for the first time. That's what I want to be working on, right? But instead, I'm just like, I'm laughing the show. I'm like, oh, yeah, no, I've never seen it. It's great. But it was, it was fantastic. But I've seen it before, right? And I've tasted this cake. And also, dude, this chair it's just like, it's just a little bit too high on the background that every time I do it, I get distracted. You know those chairs that just like way too high of a backrest that when you try and do this, because that's how I like to sit a lot, that feels like you're like, someone's putting you in an arm lock. You're like, oh my, oh my gosh, dude. And that just freaking cramped me up. Um, yeah, that was just a little side note for you. Um, that was not rehearsed. So that one feels really good in my head. But yeah, dude. And that's not to say this thing's scripted. I just, I have like, four or five topics and I wish I could just BS it through a little bit more. And this podcast mostly has been, but there's just very few little things that I'm like, Oh, that could have been the best. If I would have said this, that, cause that's how I said it the first time. Um, it's tricky, dude. It's tricky. And I don't know what the trick is to do that, to cure that. I guess I need to start. Um, just every time I start thinking about it, like I think about something funny, which is hard again, dude, cause I have so many interesting thoughts. I have so many funny things in a day I just sit there and no one ever hears about them I just see something and go <laughs> Tristan you're killing me um and then I want to bring it back but it's just it ha I feel like it has to be that unique moment or some sort of specialness to it not that everything has to be I know it's good to have plans but um it's definitely been a hurdle but I need to take this hurdle and I need to make it into something special and I need to launch myself into a new world okay not literally, okay? But if I was, then I would be accepting something from NASA. But um, yeah, dude, it's it's definitely something I want to work on. And I think part of that happens because I go so fast when I'm right here because I get so excited to do it. And, and I know we've talked about this a thousand times on the show. I say, Tristan, slow down. Slow down. You know, people honking at me, slow down. Um, and it's it's just tricky, dude. It's everything. And there's there's certain nuances. There's certain pieces of doing a podcast that's more than just jiggling and jangling around with your new equipment. Um, yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah. What was I going to say? I forget. Because I slowed down. That's the problem with slowing down. And I think some people misinterpret the speed at which I, I talk as like nerves. You know, when you get on a, on, a, on a stage, right? And you're in front of a lot of people and you go, eh, oh, Romeo, that's Romeo. And then he, he found a thing and he kept doing all this thing. And okay, goodbye. You know, you get nervous and people talk fast. Um, mine comes from a place of genuine enthusiasm and excitement for what I'm about to say next. Every word that I say out of my mouth gets me more excited than the last. Um, and that's a problem because then I start talking at supersonic speeds and and part of me is like, you know what? That's part of the charm. That's me. That's just being a little bit of that authentic self, just letting me ramble and go. And then the other side is like, oh, you know, people are listening and I, I do want you to be able to follow along with the thought process and what's going on. But I don't know what it is, dude. I, I can't stop. And I think I just get bored easily, dude. I'll get bored of other people very easily. And I think that's okay to say, dude. I think regular people, sorry, are pretty boring, okay? So if you came at me, well, you know, Linda and I just got off the camping trip. It was quite nice, and we were just kind of sitting around. And I'm like, oh, you know, you could be my family member. I could love you to death, and I could care about what you're saying. It's not that I don't care, all right? But I get bored very easily. Um, so that's a problem, and I think that should be allowed. I think you should be allowed to get bored of what someone's saying and still care about it, right? So if I go to church and the pastor's saying something very important and, and about the Lord, and I'm like, well, I care about this, but you know when it's just not connecting, you're like, well, you're boring me. It's not that I don't you know, care about what you're saying or I don't think it's important or I don't believe it. You're like, well, it's just, it's just kind of boring me. You're just not really, really hitting the spot. You're not really hitting the points in the conversation. So yeah, I get bored all the time of, of people talking and that's I also the whoo contributes to me talking so fast is that not only will I get bored of other people but I can get bored of what I'm saying as well if I slow down just a little bit it makes me feel like I'm not actually as excited about the thing that I'm talking about as I may actually be so as I'm talking at a slower pace I feel bored and I, you know, I just kind of, I get bored of myself, dude. If I talk too slow, I cut myself off. I'm like, hey, I'm back, guys. Um, So, yeah, I get bored of people and I feel like I have to talk fast because I, obviously, I want to keep you entertained and I want to keep myself entertained. And also, I have a lot of enthusiasm. So that's two points. And let me give you a third right there is not only did I say that my family is a, you know, they're very strong cross talkers. You know, they interrupt. Okay, that's good. How about this? How about that? How about that? You know, that's just kind of who we are as people. And I, I mentioned this in the podcast as well that it was hard to get a word in. Um, and that's true, dude. I think part of that is like it was always you, there's only so much attention to go around. There's four of us, and, and bless my parents' heart, they tried their best, but I'm an attention glutton, okay? There was just never enough for me as a kid. So I was like, hey, I, I have a million things to say. How much time do you have? Can you take the week off? Um, so I feel like I just rolled into that. And I don't know what's going to happen, guys. I don't know if we're ever going to slow down. I think we're always just going to be leaving and just riding at the speed of light. But maybe you'll never even understand a word I'm saying. Put the video at like half speed and maybe like, wow, he made a lot of good points. That thing about the speed jumps. He gave three things. <laughs> Which I also did just now. So also a very valid point to why I shouldn't slow down. Guys, um, I think... Oh, wow. We are burning through time here. Um, imagine if I was talking slower. These these episodes would be an hour and a half. For the things that I just ramble on and talk about for a little bit, and maybe you've clicked off, maybe you haven't. Maybe you stopped as soon as I started doing this. You went, oh, it's so annoying. I don't know if you can hear it or not. Um, but yeah, dude, 
I uh, I just have a lot of fun, and I'm I'm I can't help it. I I just get so excited, but I need to learn how to do it. I I think I've come to that conclusion. You know, in life, I'm I'm very this way or that way. It's always my way or the highway. Very very political in my brain, but about the tiniest things like talking. <laughs> How's the cadence? Oh, you, you should be doing this because it's about that. You should be doing this because it's about that. Well, this that these that. Blah, 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 blah. Um, yeah, dude, I'm, I try to figure out my cadence and I've, I've learned one thing that it cannot be one way or the other because my speech, right? Like I said, is it's gotta be moving, right? It's like, it's like a manual truck. If you put it in gear and you're rolling and then you just stop, what happens? You stall out, right? That's what happens. Perfect metaphor on the spot. Woo. Sorry. I'm happy about that one. So furthermore. Instead of stalling out, I need to keep moving, keep going faster, shift it, and but oh, dude, this keeps getting better. I'm good at this. Um, not only do I need to be shifting and keep moving forward, and sometimes I get really fast, sometimes I get really up there, dude. But there is a concept known as downshifting. Okay, you need to drop the gears a little bit lower because life has turns. Okay, and there are conversational curves. This is great, dude. I don't even know what I'm just making it up and I'm feeling pretty good about it. I think I'm explaining myself well. Um, there are conversational curves. So as much as I like to go fast, I need to learn to incorporate the speed at which I need to get around this corner. Um, so it's very yin-yang-esque. I need to mesh the two, which is a concept I'm unfamiliar with. It's kind of this way or that way, this way or that way. And, um, and we'll figure out where my cadence is. So I don't know where this is. Is this kind of a little bit of a slower tone? But I don't know if people want it to be that slow. It's a bit of an exaggeration. And then you start to sound like Eeyore. Um, or I could just be very fast and be all over the place. But I need to find the mix. I think I think I just solved my own problem, guys. Man, I'm feeling good. <clears throat> Dude, my voice is wearing out. And that's because of my words per minute. It's got to be up there. Guys, uh, I would love to keep on talking to you, but it looks like my camera's about to die. It's actually been about to be dying for a little bit, but I had to finish my point because if I didn't get that metaphor out, then I would just be stewing and brewing in it for a while. But you know what? I'm happy to be here back with you guys again. This has been a great episode. Um, I love you to death. I love you to pieces. And I'm glad that we could finally start talking about some wins because the last couple episodes, it just, I was taking L's left and right. And it was just stories of pain. And, you know, I just came back from the beach. It's like, I hate it here. I'm not happy. I hate it here. Dude, I'm just taking lots of L's, dude. It's like you couldn't take a bigger L unless you stood in front of MNOP. Um, so, yeah, it feels good that we're getting some wins and we're having fun and we're talking. And I'll probably see you guys in a week. That's not probably. We know for 100% fact that I will. But, guys, look at this. Look, I can, I can keep on talking to you up here. Or I can go all the way down here. And we can still keep conversing because that's just how the podcast is, boy.